0: Welcome back to another week of the Church Experience podcast. We are so excited to have you join us. This week, Ramel is back and we're kicking off a brand new series talking about culture and team culture specifically. Maybe it's something you have thought a lot about or never thought about ever before. I hope this next series of episodes is insightful and helpful to you. Let's get in it. Ramel, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Kristen. Super excited to be here.
0: He's, he's genuinely excited. <laughs> I today. love
1: these. Yes. I, I love did, what we're going to talk about today. So. Yeah.
0: I was like, I didn't force you to do this. No, 100%
1: oh, no. not. I don't no. get paid for this. Gen- <laughs> no, I don't. I don't no. know.
0: Who cares? Anyway, we are so <laughs> excited to start this brand new series on culture. Yeah. Ramel, I have to tell you a story. Yeah, tell me. So, when I first started ministry, I was at a really great church for about two years. And after those two years, I got an opportunity at a different church, a church I had never previously attended or been a part of. And going into this role, I had a lot of high hopes and expectations thinking it was going to be really similar to the Mm -hmm. church I was at before. This is about seven, eight years ago. And I got there and it was chaos, <laughs> utter chaos of death and destruction. I wow. mean, this was the most unhealthy team I had Church ever should be unnamed. Uh, yeah, we're not <laughs> spilling that much tea, okay? This is an educational podcast. This is not a hot tea Let's podcast. Learn from it. Let's
1: learn yeah. from it.
0: So it was just so unhealthy. I'm talking people screaming at each other in back rooms people screaming at each other in a crowded worship service. Like it was just madness. It was madness. And it really made me realize you never notice culture until it has gone bad, right? That's right. You never notice it until it's almost too late. Ramel, talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when I first started 11 years ago, you know, it was all about what, what our job is, what we have to do, make sure we serve well, make sure we're welcoming people. But we don't really ask the questions, how's the culture of our team? We don't ask really the questions, how are you doing besides the surface level stuff? So culture helps create this this atmosphere of like if our if our volunteers are happy, if our volunteers are healthy in all ways, right, then they're gonna serve our people better. Right? But we don't pay attention to culture. If the culture the word culture is not in our our water streams of our everyday ministry in the weekends, then we're not gonna pay attention to it until the moment we have to. And almost it's too late. And you're gonna take a longer road to turn that around.
0: Yeah, we're defining culture in this series as attitudes, behaviors, procedures, or beliefs perceived as normal by a group of people. Yeah. And sometimes those things that you perceive as normal, just like Ramil said, can be really good or they can be mm. really bad. Like it's normal for us to all yell at each right. other. Right.
1: Yeah, it's, it's those behaviors that just has come through time, and it's what we've always done. Right. I hate that quote. So we've always done. So how we always done it here? Right. So we don't think to ask like, well, maybe you do it differently. Like maybe that's not okay to behave in that way or to receive it in that way. So I think that, yeah, having an understanding that culture can literally make or break our guest experience by just how our volunteers and the culture we've created and the environments of that culture um, can make a huge difference.
0: I just want to acknowledge too, to our listeners that this is hard. This is not yeah. easy. Sometimes acknowledging culture, particularly if you acknowledge it and you find that it's really unhealthy, though, what do I do now is the absolute hardest thing. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna have an episode uh, down the line here, just about what it takes to turn the tide on a culture. Yeah. Really excited about that. But yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like, "Man, I, j- I just don't know," just know we're gonna we're gonna cover all of these topics, and we're gonna we're gonna walk you through it, and we're gonna encourage you through it.
1: Yeah, like you said, like you don't. It's it's not an overnight thing, right? Meaning like one day, all of a sudden, the culture is bad, right? If you if you really take a look back, if I were to take a look back at my 11 years here at Salback. I can see the the seeds that have been planted to make it where we had to feel like we had to turn the ship around and focus way more about our heart piece of things and not just about the job of stuff like we had to. But it was over time and you had to take a look back and go, oh, I see how it gradually got to this. Mm. But I think if we if we talked about culture early on, we've never had to feel like it was a drastic turn. And, you know, and it was just part of who we were. You know,
0: it reminds me of a friend who's in sales, and, and they were telling me this story about how they one day noticed all of their coworkers agreed to this really unethical decision Mm. and they were shocked. And they're like, I can't believe in one day, they all just (laughs) fell down. And that's like you were saying, it's gradual. That's not how it happens. Maybe in one day you noticed, but I promise you people, this has been slipping for years. And so it it is a gradual thing. I really want to dive into now. Why uh, more of the why of why we should care about culture um, one of the things is that everything we do is going to flow out of the culture mm-hmm. of our team. Every single thing almost becomes like a filter picture or picture a Brita filter in yeah. your fridge, right? <laughs> yes. Everything you do is flowing out yeah. of that filter of your culture. Yeah. Um, so if your culture is, we're tense, we're angsty, we only care about getting the job done. That's how the people coming to your church are going to perceive your right. church. Remember, right. I'll talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. the 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 flow of that, right, is is you're not feeling welcome, or it's not going to be genuine, right? If our people are are not um, are not feeling like they can be who they who they are themselves, or they feel like there's this there's this energy around a stress level, of it has to be this, you have to make sure of that, and there's such a stress level around it that can be a culture changing thing. Right, it's high stress all the time. Where it doesn't have to be. Yeah, you know it's okay. Church will still happen. There's that mindset of like, we got to make sure that this gets done at this time and this gets counted at that time and only this and that. Like there's all these things that are surrounded the weekend sometimes that we get so focused on that all it does is add stress. And stress becomes the culture and the way that we do and the way we serve, which is not great. It's not healthy for anybody yeah. to serve in that manner.
0: Yeah, and it, it perpetuates just yep. that angsty environment that truly no one wants to be in. Right. Maybe they're showing up out of obligation or because it feels normal. Yeah. Um, you know, it really reminds me of sort of a conversation I had with a volunteer last year of someone was just having a really bad attitude um, and really just not serving well. And it was rubbing off on other mm. people. And I was like, man, it's going to cause... So much angst with this person if I sit them down and talk about them. Hey, your attitude is really affecting the culture mm-hmm. of this team that you lead. But ultimately, I'm so glad I did because it. as soon as I had this conversation, everything began to change yeah. and everything began to turn around. And so I think even that, looking at who is perpetuating the bad right. culture. Is it me? Right. Is it these people? Right. And and you really got to have uh, the ability to attack it head on.
1: Yeah, you got to look for those certain things. It's such a great example of that. There's some people who are um, – Again, they're just kind of used to it. This is how we've done it. Mm-hmm. And they have this attitude of, well, of like simply maybe doesn't ha- don't handle change well, right? So in change, yeah. someone can have an attitude about it. And that attitude of change can just perpetuate all the way through to the next volunteer, to that new volunteer. Like I said, it can just spread. So instead of having a culture of joy in serving, again, we have this attitude of like, man, why can't it have to be this? Why does it have to be that? So there's, compl- there's a heart of complaining yeah. almost. Mm-hmm versus it's a heart of again of joy of serving, right? So it, de- it did a little a little thing if it's not addressed can just blow up. Um yeah. it's something that you don't want it to be.
0: Yeah. What you just said, heart of complaining. I have seen that so many times throughout my career in ministry yeah. of you have that one person who does not like how things are yeah. going. Yeah. So instead of either working to make it better or leaving. They just walk around talking about how upset they are. And that is so poisonous. Yeah. It's
1: like there's an obligation of, well, you need me. I need to be here. And that's hard. I think anyone listening oversees a team or part of a team knows we have that person's name, who that person is, right? And we have to love them through that. And a lot of times as you talk through, like, "Here's, here's where we're headed. Here's the culture we want to have on our team. And it's okay. Sometimes they're just not down with that. They're just like, you know what? This is how, this is, I don't agree with that or I don't think that it's okay that you have to let some things go let people go because what's best for the full team and then you see the difference right in Mm -hmm. attitude of everybody else like I said that that one person could plant a seed that makes the rest of the team feel the same way they do
0: that's really good and you know I think that your guest experienced team has to be the most life-giving place in your entire church. That's right. It has to be so joyful. So much health and light and love and positivity needs to be coming yeah. out of those volunteers. That is the heart of your church. Ramel, you talk about that all the time.
1: Yeah, you no, know, for sure. Like they're, they're lead to make or break a guest experience from the front end to the back end for the first time that they see to the last thing they see and feel, right? So each of those volunteers hold um, a certain weight to them of like, I literally can make or break someone's experience. So for them to feel like they're in an environment of this uh, a healthy culture around them just supports and is the backbone, the foundation of who our team is um, versus, again, leading out of obligation and stress and this attitude we kind of already talked about. Like, be able to really change that environment, Um, you know, We can, you, and you do that in prayer huddles, you do that in team meetings, you do that in one-on-ones with volunteers. Like, you can make those changes in so many places, but you have to talk about it. You have to be aware um, of those things happening and ask those questions.
0: Ramel, have you ever listened to the podcast, The Rise and Fall of Marcel?
1: <laughs> I have, like with everybody else. Yes, yes. It's, it's so great good.
0: podcast. One thing I really <laughs> took away with that is that, the downfall of that church is that no one ever stopped and took stock of mm. the culture until it was too, right. late. too late. And at that point, you're not taking stock of the culture. You're you just whistleblowing. Try, you're,
1: and you're, or surviving. You're, you're surviving. You're just trying to survive.
0: You're exhausted. And yeah. the tsunami is too big to turn around. Yeah. And so what would it have looked like for a church like Mars Hill early on to all sit down and be like, what do we think about the culture? You couldn't really turn the tide. I mean, think about those stories. A lot of people fell away from the faith because they were so burned by church leaders and volunteers that didn't turn the ship, say no, say, Hey, we're going to do better. while there was still time. People's eternities were affected by this. So we just can't overstress the importance of what seems like a nuanced topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The team culture. And even if you're thinking, okay, well, what can a smaller team do? Well, it's going to expand out from that. Right. So it's like, Sure, that's a whole church staff that it happened to, but it can happen. It could have happened started at a smaller team that just expanded out, right? So you have to you have to look within and get okay how how healthy are we? How happy are we? You know what are we doing in these situations? How are we? What are we focusing on in certain spaces? Are we focusing on make sure you get that job done? And then again, you know, leading out with stressful things because they'll lead and volunteer and serve in a stressful way. However we are as staff oversee and shepherd these leaders and volunteer teams, how we, I mean, with it's within us, the culture within our team as well, our staff team. So however we are leading them, yeah. they're going to lead out. So if we're stressing them out, they're going to stress out on their teams and on the, our guests.
0: Yeah, that kind of reminds me in just a few episodes here, we're also going to talk about what makes a healthy leader, both a volunteer mm-hmm. leader and a staff leader, yeah. um, which I'm really excited about that. But something you just said about, the negative culture being contagious, I think something that can kind of happen, it could be very contagious, but also let's say it's a larger church and there's one healthy team. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll see that healthy team insulate themselves yeah. away from the unhealth yeah. and they'll be like, Hey, this is our ship and right. you guys are yes. not getting Get on off it. our ship. You guys are infected <laughs> with that disease. We don't want it. And that at the end of the day is not
1: healthy no, either. Not, not, not at all. We're, Yeah. It's, you have to think, you can't think of it as we're, we're good. We're going this way. Well, hopefully you catch up to us soon, but yeah. you're not getting on, yeah, for not sure. getting you cannot, on our boat. You cannot you're think a little that way. bit
0: contagious <laughs> yeah, with your chaos. Yeah,
1: you can't think that way at all. That's funny.
0: Yeah. So, again, a, a, a bunch of things to just be aware of. Um, we encourage you guys after this episode, just go and be with the Lord and pray about it. And, mm-hmm. and notice what have been the biggest wins, where it feels the best. People are encouraged. People are coming back to the heart of Jesus, Mm -hmm. acting like Christ followers. And when has it felt the most chaotic and really way out? You know, is it more chaos than health? Is it more health than chaos? And we want to encourage you, before you dive into the next episode, we're going to talk about our secret sauce of a healthy culture. (laughs) I love that phrase, secret sauce. Secret sauce of a healthy culture. Take stock of the culture of
1: your team. Yeah, 100%. Go back to your teams. Ask yourself those questions. Pray through it. Um, and be okay. Like it's not on you, right? It's not one person that has damaged or put into a negative culture. It's not one person, you know, so don't take it personal, but take stock on it and really look into like, how is our teams, our team happy? Yeah, Do they serve with joy? You know, really take a look at it and bring mm-hmm. some leaders in close to you and say, hey, how do you feel our team is doing? Yeah, Do you feel like a team is healthy spiritually? Do you feel like our team is helping in their personal lives and they actually want to be here and serve our church? Or do they do it out of obligation? You know, how are their attitudes? Because, like, again, ask yourself those questions um, and see where you're at and then take stock on it and then say, okay, how can we change this? How can we make this right? And know that it'll take time. No matter where you're at, know that it'll take time. It won't be overnight. It'll take time, but take steps into the right direction.
0: I think that's so good. And just remember that you might have blind spots as yeah. a leader. So just what Ramel said, ask other people. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about your peers. If you're a campus pastor, um, you know, ask your your team associate. Yeah. Ask the coordinate, Ask people at every level because you're not going to be seeing the full right. picture on your own. That's right. All right, you guys. Well, that wraps up this episode. We are so excited to just continue to dive into this series, and we'll see you on the next one.
1: See ya.